And welcome to the podcast, welcome to the vodcast, welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Commencing Idiots. My name's Dean. I'm Brian. And Sans Nicholas. Mm-hmm. We will get into that. Yep. Um, Brian, we, uh, like I said, we are, we are without Nick. Um, so maybe you should, uh, let people know where they can find us. I guess I'll have to do a, uh, extra millennial job this evening. So yeah, first of all, Nick's not with us as we know, Dean is he, uh, he got his second, uh, vaccination shot today. So he was feeling a little tired. I guess he was doing okay overall. And what does that tell us though? That tells us that he is not the pure, uh, That's right. pure young man that he uh, proclaims to be. That's right. That's right. Uh, I had my second shot, and I think I, I wrote uh, three-fourths of a, a novel, I think, that same day, I right. believe. Uh, and did some other things as well, charity work. and mm-hmm. it's a, it, was a, it was a busy day for me after my sure. second shot. So, yeah. I think you were tired as well, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I, I was white, but I'm an awful person, so that uh, that goes I without think Nick saying. Was just, he was just slightly, slightly uh, down for the count, so right. you know, we'll we'll give him a break here. So uh, anyway, we thank you for uh, tuning in. Anyway, we're going to press ahead without uh, without Nick. So this is our last combination, I think, Dean. So it's you and I. Well, actually, take that back. You and I have done this show. Back together during once. Christmas, Christmas time. time. That's right. Um, That's right. Where the origins of ham gravy came from. That's correct. That's right. We did a random uh, holiday memory show. Yep. It was actually one of my favorite shows. It was uh, a lot of fun back then. But you're right. It was the first time ham gravy was mentioned. Well, it was, uh, from what I'm gathering, a lot of people that uh, listen and watch, that was their favorite show. Mm-hmm. Just you and I. I, I mean... I don't want to say because Nick wasn't here, but you know, I'm right. I mean, just do the math really. Yep. That's right. That's right. And then uh, Nick and I have done the show together. It's just that you, you and Nick have not done the show yet together. So at some point that'll probably happen. So, but uh, not today. That will be a, uh, that will be a shit show. Yeah. Be a lot of ramblings and, and uh, yeah, (laughs) the sensors will be working overtime. (laughs) All right, so uh, you might be uh, listening to us on one of your uh, favorite uh, podcast platforms right now. You can find us on uh, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and more. Uh, you can also ask your home assistant device to play the Convincing Idiots podcast, and she will play that for you. You can find us on our Facebook page, at Convincing Idiots, all one word. Uh, Instagram, at Convincing underscore Idiots. Twitter, at Convincing Idiot, no S. TikTok, at Convincing Idiots. Email the show at uh, convincingidiots at gmail.com. And if you missed a lot of that, uh, we did set up a Linktree account. Now, some of you may know what that is. I did not know what the hell that was until recently. It was suggested (laughs) that we should set this up. All of our links I just mentioned are on Linktree. You can pull that up at Linktree. TR, so uh, tr.ee slash convincing idiots, all one word, convincing and idiots are capitalized. So link tr.ee 
slash convincing idiots. All our links are there. You can also find a link to our link tree on our Facebook page if you prefer. And it's also posted on our various social media accounts. So if you only follow us right now on Instagram, you can find it there. I think, Dean, you're going to get that up on Twitter as well. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I'll get to it. Well, uh, I'm busy yeah. being an awful person. You know, It, it takes yeah. a lot out right. of my day. That's right. That's right. So we'll get that up there for you. So if you pull that up, again, find all of our links there, podcast page and everything we just mentioned there. So we thank you for tuning in. So before we get into the topic at hand, uh, you're low of the weather. Beyond that, hope you feel better soon with allergies and stuff. But uh, how are you? How are you feeling? What's going on? What's new? Oh, not bad. You know, I just uh, just the weather. Get the mm-hmm. the crud in the head and the, behind the eyes. And other than that, better than I deserve. Okay. All right. How are you feeling? Did, I am all right. Uh, you know, a little bit of allergies, too. Just that time of year in Northeast Ohio where we are. Uh, weather lately has been pretty crappy, as we know. Yep. So Sunday was Mother's Day. And uh, as we know in this area, we actually had a little bit of snow on Mother's Day in early May, which was kind of a drag. Just a constant rain the entire day. I don't think it barely let up at all. So it was, this week it was looks, not a uh, good day. No, not as far as weather-wise. So, no, we, did you uh, go ahead? Well, I, I was going to say is I, I did not do anything Mother's Day. Uh, I actually had to go see my mother the next day hmm. because of uh, uh, some sort of a migraine or or whatnot. Hmm. But uh, yeah, Other that's than too that, bad. Uh, yeah. But, so you saw uh, her Monday. Yesterday? Yeah, I saw her. Yeah, I went and saw her Monday. Okay. I, I mean, there's a bunch of us kids, so I mean, she got to see some kids. That's good. So she said visitors. That's nice. Yeah, she she had a litter of of children, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, she even noticed. Yeah, maybe one less child to visit on Mother's Day was kind of a gift in itself, perhaps. Right. If yeah. you don't have to look at this face, I mean, mm-hmm. she was all about it. Yeah. There you go. Like, oh, nice. I got a re- I got a reprieve here. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything special, or you just kind of hang out over there? Did you have dinner? What did you do yesterday? No, I just went and uh, just went and dropped off a, a present and hung out for a little bit. Okay. And I had, a present? Did you actually? Yeah. So you dropped it off like on the on the step and left? Pretty much, <laughs> right. or? I threw it through the window. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine her surprise. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I I had my son that day, uh, Monday, which I didn't mm-hmm. have him Sunday, so at least she was able to see him, so that made her happy. Well, that's good. Good. Wonderful. What did you get, Mom, for Mother's Day? Well, <clears throat> you and I had talked, and, and I had thought about the different uh, things that I could get her, because uh, mm-hmm. they have a deck outside, and so she, she doesn't get, get around much, but she at least could get it, you know, she goes... Sits on the deck and enjoys the sun and stuff. So I thought of mm-hmm. getting her like a, like a nice deck chair for her or an umbrella, you know, something to make it more comfortable back there. But I couldn't find the chair that I wanted. There, I wanted something higher, and it just I just couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. So I um, I punted. I <laughs> I found this. Uh, it's a like a horseshoe thing with two fans on the on on the ends of it that will mm-hmm. like blow the, uh, like a f- blow the air, the cool air into her face. Mm-hmm. So that's, I went with that. 
Did she uh, express uh, gratitude that she it liked did. it? Yeah, yeah, she thought it was clever and she thought it was okay. fun. She, she said she was going to get some use out of it, so mm-hmm. that works. Yeah, when you get a neck fan as a gift and enjoy it, it's a different. Uh, it's a different stage of life. It it is. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like being a. It's like being excited when when somebody gets you like silverware. <laughs> Yo, that is funny. That was what I said. That, that was something my mom had mentioned. I could, you know, what I could use some spoons. That was literally, <laughs> yeah. But then she actually also she has a deck out at uh, at at uh, her place where I grew up. But she's still in the same uh, family home where I grew up, a few blocks away. And uh, she wanted a, a rocking chair for the deck. So uh, Allie and I went and got that last week and brought that down for her so she can sit nice. out back there actually those might that's not a bad option it's it's not is they're low, they're higher up as well so we got that at the lows so kind of keep that in mind as well so, well but, I, uh, you're talking about the like the plastic resin type ones yes right i look for them because you you told me that's what you were getting her and yeah. and i was looking for those as well and i at least the one i went to i, I couldn't find them okay all right i went to all sorts yeah. of stores looking for for that shit all right. Okay. Well, at least you tried. All right. Yeah. Okay. A for effort. Yeah. So you did get to see your mother and uh, hang out. I did. It was nice. So actually, uh, it, was a, it was a full Mother's Day weekend. So Saturday, we did. Uh, uh, we celebrated with uh, Allie's mom, super nice woman, Nancy. Uh, so Allie has a younger sister and a brother-in-law, and he has a daughter and now a new uh, granddaughter. She's two <laughs> years old now. So we all went out to dinner, like a late, well, it was more of a late lunch, and then back to their place and uh, hung out for a while. Nice, nice day. She has a super lovely family. And then I went over to saw Mom on Sunday, and she had some household chores and things for me. Yeah, she said earlier in the week, she's like, you don't have to buy me anything for Mother's Day. All I want is your time. Mm-hmm. I said, well, of course. And then she rattled off a few chores that she wanted me to do. Uh, and that was the time <laughs> that she was seeking. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. So we got all her household stuff done, minus the lawn because of the bad weather. But uh, we got everything right. done. Mom wanted. I said, you can have anything you want for dinner. I will get it. What do you want? She said, I want Taco Bell. That's what I want. I said, are you absolutely sure you know, we, could, <laughs> we could get something a little, we can get actual Mexican takeout food if you right. wish. And she's like, nope, I want Taco So my dad, when he was alive, mom always liked Taco Bell. Dad was not a fan of Taco Bell. So mom getting Taco Bell was an, a treat for her oh, because she could never go. really get it very frequently because he gave right. him whatever. Uh, so yeah, so that's what we had, but her birthday is this coming weekend. So we'll do oh, okay. a little family get together for that and everything. And she'll nice. have a little nicer dinner if she wishes at that point. So anyway, so yeah, uh, happy mother's day. Uh, it's, happy uh, mother's day. that's right. So all the moms out there and we have, we have a lot of good moms in our lives. Uh, ours yes. and, and then, and the women we're with are, are great mothers and that's right. That's right. So uh, your girlfriend we're, we're, is a, as a yeah. Go ahead. She, no, 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 you're right. Yeah, she's she's a mother, a great mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I think we're, I think all of us are very lucky. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the well, sorry, I, I, I really, uh, uh, I, I got distracted there. Go ahead. 
It's okay. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, so our our the women there we're with are wonderful mothers. We grew up with wonderful mothers in our lives. I guess I'm sure I know I could say the same for Nick. I know he uh, loves his mom dearly, and we saw some nice pictures of them spending time together. She's very supportive in his life. Actually, one of our most uh, uh, ardent uh, and faithful listeners and supporters of this uh, this little show. So we appreciate that as well. Well, um, we'll see. I don't know if you, I'm going to guess uh, your mother is the same as my mother and, and probably has not listened to the podcast. I have played some for her on my own. Not this uh, one, she, right? The, the uh, other, you, you, I think I've played a little bit of both for her. Not oh. a lot. She well, that's, does, just, she does, she, that's just mean she, of you. <laughs> <laughs> she's just not equipped to find it, pull it up, listen. Right. It's just not something I bug her about so much. So, right, yeah, same here. Yeah. But, but what I was getting at was Nick's mom. I mean, mm-hmm. Nick could shit in a bucket, and uh, and that woman would uh, support and listen lovingly mm-hmm. and, and, and truly uh, enjoy it. Yes. Nick's mom is, is a great woman. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we thought as a show topic today, we had some other ideas, but uh, in honor of Mother's Day, and by the way, happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms out there, not just our own and the women that we're with, all the moms, grandmothers, stepmoms, uh, moms to be. And there's certainly people out there, uh, you know, fathers acting in a mother role or others who are influence, uh, positive sure, influences on people. Stepmoms, absolutely. It could be an yeah. aunt who's an influence. It could be a mentor. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all the wonderful women in our lives and making positive impacts in the lives of others out there. So we, we could, appreciate you very, very much. I mean, you have to. I mean, they're your mother. Um, what they do for you uh, as a child or, or even, you know, as a grown-up, um, on a daily ba- basis, they give you love and uh, reassurance in life. And sometimes even, uh, sometimes they give you insurance. But you know who else gives you insurance, Brian? That's right. Aaron I, Blake yes, with Blake yes, Insurance. Indeed. That's right. You see, Aaron Blake, which also, by the way, Val, his mother is a wonderful, wonderful person as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, with Blake Insurance, it's an Erie insurance agency located in Barberton, Ohio. They offer auto, home, renters, business, or life insurance. Erie Insurance is above all else in service. Call 234-571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com. He'll give you your five, free five-minute quote today. That's right. And Aaron's a... Uh wife is also uh, a wonderful yes. mother yes. as well. Tasha is, is, is a, is a yes. fantastic mother. Yes, absolutely. So uh, in honor of Mother's Day too, Dean, beyond uh, recognizing the wonderful moms in our lives mm-hmm. out there and those mm-hmm. around, we thought uh, it would be fun to talk about some of our favorite uh, fictional mothers in the world of pop culture, television, movies, you know, kind of whatever comes to mind. And just no list, no rant. Just talk about some of our favorite uh, sure. moms out there. So, um, I took, I, I, I did uh, write down a few here that uh, just kind of talk about there. Then any thoughts that you have, and then certainly any that comes to mind that uh, some of your favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my current favorite mom in, and I, I gravitated more toward television, by the way, because television it was like yeah. 
I'm around those mothers more, if you will. They're more frequent than just a movie. So that's kind of what I I focused on here. But certainly, if any come up in the movies that uh, you're more of a fan of, we'll talk about them as well. But I think my personal favorite right now in the world of television is Beverly Goldberg uh, from the show The Goldbergs. Uh, (laughs) uh, Peyton and I watch this show every week when she comes over for dinner. Uh, it's set in the 80s, so that's another thing I like about it. It's just all the cultural references of the 80s are fantastic, down to the little set details of, you know, dad's watching television. He's watching some show from the 80s. They have games on shelves that are from the 80s. Obviously, the clothing, the, the posters in the kids' rooms, all this stuff, uh, fantastic. And uh uh, but yeah, she's just a super. Uh, do you watch that show at all? By the way, have you watched the I, Goldbergs? Ever? I have never seen it. No. Okay. And I the mean, guy that writes, go ahead. I mean, I know of it. I, I, I it's not that I haven't. Uh, I'm against it. I just, it's just not one that really, uh, you know, caught my eye or whatnot. So I, I never, never really got into it. Okay. It was. It was. Uh, they put it on after uh, Modern Family, which is another one of uh, my favorite shows. We'll get. To, we'll talk more about that too. But, uh, but anyways, it's the, the the writer and producer of the show. He it's based on his actual childhood. So he takes a bits and pieces. So the family's based on his family. He takes some memories uh, from his actual childhood and puts it into the show. And as a kid, he was very big on filming stuff on the family's old vhs uh, video camera he would make movies and do different things like that so the character that plays him on the show is into all that stuff as well and at the end of every episode they show a clip of an actual videotape that he filmed back in oh, the day that's cool. very often portraying you know showing his real mother and you know clips of the family and all that's very very nice very sweet it's a funny show but beverly is an overly protective mom her kids can do no wrong just over the top supportive and sweet and all that to a point where she's overbearing at times and everything so you know i'm sure a lot of folks can relate to a mother like that but uh great great character very very funny so uh, she's my favorite uh, at this point, personally. So I, I loved her in Reno Nine One One. Yes, same actress. That's right. Yeah. So a, a completely different role <laughs> for yeah. her than Reno Nine One One. But yeah, definitely a very funny comedic actress. And I don't have her name here, forgive me. But uh, yeah, very very good. Uh, and then uh, tying back into uh, Modern Family, Claire Dunphy, uh, also one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moms, I mean, I, I watched every episode of Modern Family. Great, great show. Probably, in my opinion, one of the best written comedies of all time. Uh, yeah, it, it's a great show. It's mm-hmm. a great show and uh, really funny. Um, but I, she wasn't my favorite mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found her kind of obnoxious. Um, I don't know. I it just... Once again, I guess overbearing in a different sense than than the Goldberg mother. Right. But yeah, just yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan. Yeah, she was the one that certainly the, the father on the show was the very over the top, loving, supportive dad, and she was more right. of the hey, I love my kids, but you know, let's let's keep some things in check. I got my, you know, career I'm trying to build and right. stuff like that. So 
I guess all it made it uh, in some respects a believable character in that regard, somewhat. So, yeah, very very good, and uh, certainly at the at the finale, she definitely, you know, you you could feel her sadness of the kids leaving and all that I stuff. So gonna, I didn't see the finale. I should really? check that yeah, out. Yeah, definitely go back and check that out. They, right. they really tied up that uh, show very very nicely. So. All right, so then I also and she's going to be go the, the she's going to be the first one on the list that we're we're bringing up of uh, we're going to put be able to put in the milf category as well. Yeah, yes, absolutely, definitely, uh, definitely very attractive actors. Yeah, yeah Julie Bowden was is uh, that's right, quite quite attractive. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then uh, Kitty Foreman from that '70s show, uh, another one of my favorite uh, moms. Now, were you a '70s show fan? Uh, oh, huge, huge! Yeah, she was. She was great. Yeah, she was fantastic in it. And yeah. uh, and once again, I know we're talking about the mothers, but as the actress herself, mm-hmm. is just terrific. Like she was, she was in um, uh, WandaVision, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. and uh, yep. it just just made you happy seeing her. You know, whatever role she's in. She has that uh, just that motherly quality to her. Yeah, yeah. Her and her and Red Foreman on that show are the the very they definitely balanced each other very very well. And I'm sure we'll do a similar episode for Father's Day. We'll talk about some of our favorite right. pop culture dads, and Red Foreman will definitely be on my list uh, there as Red, well. So Red Foreman might be my spirit animal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just there's a kinship there that I feel a real, a real bond. Yeah, yeah, very very good. That's that's similar to how I grew up. It was like my dad was the gruff the gruff dad mm-hmm. and all that, but he was like, "You better not make your mom unhappy, or I'm gonna right put my foot up your ass." It's like red for you know that was that was pretty good. Uh, pretty much shit rolls downhill, son. I don't want yeah. any on me. Yeah. Yeah, and then she was pretty good too on that show. Kitty, she had her limits. She was not yep. afraid to stand up to to anybody in the household, including Red. And but he he definitely you know loved her very much, and it's just just a great uh, fun fun character. I saw a meme of her when I was looking things up right there, and she was saying something like, "I'm not doing anything more for men today. Just like I'm done. Right. I've I've, right. I've... <laughs> that's great. Uh, another one of my favorites. Uh, Marge Simpson from The Simpsons. Simpsons, certainly an iconic show. Uh, obviously, sure. you're a fan as well. You see Homer over your shoulder there. Yeah, that's us right. On video. That's right. I, I can't say anything bad about Marge because, you know, he is judging me. Look at the uh, look in his face. That's right. He's going to make right. sure. Yep. I, 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 even if I wanted to, I had nothing to, bad to say about Marge. And I'm also going to say, I'll throw it out there. Why not? Marge is on the MILF list. Sure, yes, from a yeah, animation, absolutely. I mean, they, absolutely. Yeah, you know, over the years, they've definitely uh, portrayed her differently, and then you've had a few moments to where it's like, yeah, Marge is actually fairly, yeah, she's pretty yeah, she attractive. Lets her hair down, and yeah, I mean, that's how you yeah. end up getting paper cuts on your dick. But you know, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> and they've evolved that character very nicely. I think she was, yes. you know, I think the earlier seasons. You know, the stars of the show were Bart and then Homer, certainly, right. probably in that order. Uh, but as the years progress, they really have evolved her to be a very, you know, again, similar 
Not unlike Kitty Foreman in some respects. Very strong right. and, and go ahead. But I think what does that for the writing for those characters, for the mothers, is mm-hmm. it does show them flawed. Something that's, you know, older, yes. earlier TV shows never showed was, you know, the mother being, the mother was kind of the background character, so to speak. Um, right. But these women, like uh, Kitty Foreman, who was, you know, enjoyed the drink. Sure. Uh, and Marge, like, you know, had a gambling problem, you know what I mean? Right. So they weren't afraid to, to show these, put these characters, you know, in kind of a, not a poor light, but a, a real light. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. I mean, you look back at some of the sitcoms that uh, we, you know, we watched growing up that were reruns from the 50s, like, you know, Leave it to Beaver and all that. It was just different. You know, Mrs. Cleaver was definitely, uh, you know, all-American mom for that era on television, sure. you know, but it's just, it's just different, like you say. I mean, there's and no flaws. First, Go ahead. And TV's first MILF. Yeah. Yeah, you can make, it, you make a strong I mean, argument. If, uh, you, if, you, if you go back and look at it, yeah, she, you know, you think of her as Mrs. Cleaver and, sure. like, the old mom, but if you go back and look at those, I mean, she was a young woman then, and uh, she was quite attractive. Sure. I wouldn't have kicked Absolutely. her out of bed for eating cookies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mrs. Cleaver, uh, Mrs. Robinson from Lost in Space. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, bewitched. Uh, oh, Samantha. Yeah. <clears throat> Samantha. Yeah. I'm very bewitching, <laughs> if yes, you will. Yes. Right? See what yes. I did there? Yes, that's right. Very good. Um, Mrs. Brady. Sure, she made my list too. Actually, Samantha yeah. was up there too. I didn't put her on my list initially, but I I, I did enjoy Bewitched uh, back then, and she certainly became a mom with uh, Tabitha. But yeah, Mrs. Brady, absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, probably the, you, you you don't want to go second place after Mr. Brady, if you know what I mean. That's right. You know, that's right. You wake up with a cough. Did Mrs. Brady like what did she do? I, I don't know. Was that ever really explained on the Bradys? I don't think it was. It, I mean, I didn't watch every episode, but I, 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 nothing that I ever knew. He was an architect, yeah, and enjoyed his bathhouse every once in a while, I guess. But uh, yeah, it never explained what she did. It's like she was home, but then they had a maid on top of that, right? So she was just lazy. <laughs> you, could make a, you could make an argument there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she was you know, helping keep things together, you know. But uh, yeah, interesting. If everybody knows out there, Mrs. Brady did, uh, you know, let let us know because we leave really, it in the comments. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, back to animation. Uh, another one of my favorite moms is Peggy Hill from King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, that series ran for several years. Started in the late nineties uh, right. by the guy that did Beavis and Butthead. Uh, Mike Judge. Gr- Mike Judge. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Great, great series. Were you a King of the Hill fan, uh, Dean? I was, I was a King of the Hill fan. Not that much of a Peggy Hill. I I, I put Peggy Hill in the same annoyance as I did uh, Dumpy, uh, you know, Julie Bowden's mm-hmm. character. Okay. I Yeah. I, I put him in that same category as kind of the obnoxious, uh, overbearing personality. Yeah, I didn't quite care for but she was she was definitely the the king of that house, if you will. Sure. I mean, she, oh, she yeah. was the queen of that house for sure. I mean, she she ruled the household there. She would keep Hank in check, and 
you know, just a very good offset to, you know, that character there. And I love the, the Texas accent and everything else there. So right. the, the beehive, you know, old fashioned hair, hairstyle she had and everything. So pulled right out of the fifties. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Another one of my favorites was uh Frankie heck from the middle. Okay. Do you ever watch the middle? Um, I, I've watched a couple episodes. Yeah. I, I watched it when it first came on mainly because um that I was a I was a fan of Scrubs. Yes, and the the, the janitor played yep. Mr. Heck, right, right. Yep, so so I was that's mainly why I watched it. And I don't remember if I liked that character or not. Like I said, I it it'd been a while and I, I don't remember particularly you know specific episodes but i remember not liking her as a character in everybody loves raymond why not for the same overbearing obnoxious uh attitude i mean especially her she was just kind of a dick to raymond for this i mean yeah he would do dumb things as you know any tv dad would mm-hmm. say dumb things but there, there is a level of obnoxiousness, um, and uh, what's her name uh, uh, from uh, Home Improvement? I'd put her up in that same list. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Where you, where you think, where you have to stop and go? Why in the fuck is that guy still with her? Jesus! <laughs> Who would take that shit? I mean. How good is that old woman's pussy that you're going to stay stick around for that shit? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. These are just the random thoughts I had as a 10 year old kid watching these. these Sure. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the middle was, uh, I, it sort of was a different version of Roseanne in some respects. And they were, we're poor. Kind of a uh, Roseanne Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, feel to it, right? Yeah, because yeah, they were definitely little, middle, little, lower little middle class. Yeah, exactly. Try, struggling, trying to make it, trying to do okay by their kids. She definitely loved her kids, but she was also like you know keeping them in check and all that. But again, another another you mentioned all these characters for the most part had some flaws. And maybe sure. that's one thing that we that's sort of appealing to them in some respects, many respects. So. Uh, well, one that certainly did not have any flaws was uh, uh, Marion Cunningham from uh, Happy Days. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. tell you, I'm putting her on my milf list too. I don't care. Mrs. Cunningham was, a, a, yeah, she was definitely, yeah, definitely attractive. That's for sure, absolutely. And, um, and I, well, the the fun thing is, I just, I actually just wrote a tweet um, mm-hmm. on my on my personal Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> And it was something like, it was just a random thought because I was watching something, a commercial, that's where most tweets come from as I'm watching TV and something reminds me and my brain just starts moving. Mm-hmm. And I I think it's read something like um, the Fonz used to love to bang jukeboxes and Mrs. Cunningham. Mm. That was your random thought? Dot, dot, dot. And Howard loved to watch both. Mm-hmm. Sure. He was yep. a cuckold. Mm-hmm. In my mind. Yeah, he wouldn't think that really. We've watched the <laughs> show wouldn't. really, but yeah. Yeah, but 
Mrs. Cunningham was probably growing up as a kid, probably my favorite mom on television in that era. You know, I loved I Happy Days. I love the fact that she she was the only person in the entire series who was allowed to call the Fonz some is by his real name, Arthur. Right. That's right. That's right. She always referred him to Arthur and he was always super respectful of her, Mrs. C. Uh just I don't know. I just like that character a lot and and uh super was, wholesome, super And at the time it was at the time it was written, um you were you were used to I mean you were just out of the Leave it to Beaver esque writing of a, of a of a woman now this sure. mother comes along and they write her you know relatively strong mm-hmm. as in like not only character but like the way she was around the family and the friends and stuff you know that she was able to take this hood and and he was respectful to her and and whatnot uh the kids all, you know, were, it, yeah. She just, she was very, she was a really well written uh, character, especially yeah. for a mother at that time. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. The the Fonz is a tough guy, but he felt like he had a family with the Cunninghams, and certainly, you know, Mrs. Cunningham was the the key to all of that. So yeah, just a nice, really nice character. Um, sort of on that same vein, a little bit. Uh, Claire Huxtable. Mm-hmm. From the Cosby Show, so uh, Claire certainly now. Now you're getting into the '80s era, and uh, which was very cool in both parents on the show. If you're if you were grew up in the '80s, you definitely watched the Cosby Show, hundred percent, no question about yep. it. Uh, great show, well written, well acted. She had some sass to her. She did, and and both parents, as we know, as we, is you know, again, if you watch the show, you already know this. But interesting, there is both parents had uh, job, uh, high paying jobs. It was a well to do, well off uh, African American family. Mm-hmm. She had, I can't remember what she was. I know he was a doctor on the show. <laughs> Wasn't she a lawyer? Maybe I think you're right. I think you're right. Smart, funny, like you say, sassy. Both yep. parents kept those kids she, in line. She never let the kids get away with anything. She never uh, drank a drink that was given to her by her husband. You mm-hmm. know, so all very important things. Yeah, absolutely. And again, another one that's uh, made the uh, probably most attractive mom list. Oh, yeah, definitely a million. Probably of all time in the television you, history. I, do you watch uh, This Is Us? No, I do not. Okay, well, she plays the mother of one of the characters. Okay. All right. And uh she's she still got it, man. Sure. She's got to be in her what, 70s maybe? I I would yes. Probably right. Sure. And yeah, she's she still got it. Good. Very good. Excellent. Uh we talked about Mrs. Brady. Another classic mom. Maybe this is a little uh of a sort of a weird pick here, but uh how about uh, Lily Munster? From the Munsters mm-hmm. television series back in the sixties, um, I don't remember her having a lot of like. I don't remember a lot of her dialogue or her character. I remember she's a milf. Oh sure, she she's she's definitely on the list. Oh sure, absolutely. Growing up as a kid, absolutely. If you go back and look at some of the the pictures of you know, Yvonne De Carlo was 
I keep seeing these shots online. It's like her in a in a bikini, like a spider web. And I keep wondering, is this like Photoshop and all that? I don't think that it is. Uh, if you have, not, have to look for that. If you have not seen those photos, I highly recommend you go check those out immediately after the show is over. I will. Check out I mean, Yvonne DiCarlo as dressed as a little monster wearing a this spiderweb bikini thing. Go ahead. And well, this well it works out perfectly <clears throat> because I only masturbate to pictures in black and white, so that this will this will help <laughs> tremendously. It'll definitely fit that bill for you. It'll, Good. It'll, it'll do. It'll do just terrifically. But no, Lily was. Uh, you know, obviously, she was like a, a. I guess she was a vampire, right? Right. The, the whole family. Yeah. Yeah, the premise of the show, if you I get it. Each were a monster, monster. Exactly, except for, mm-hmm. you know, Mary and the niece and all that. But still, in that household, though, she was, she ruled the house. You mm-hmm. know, Herman, Munster, did, you know, whatever Lily wanted, that was what was going on. <laughs> That's right. He, he, the, his, she uh, was his world on that show. And that was actually kind of nice and loving as well, even though it's yes. weird monsters and the weird premises and all that. But at the core of everything, this was a nice, loving family. They looked out for each other. They annoyed each other at times and everything. They just happened to be monsters on the show, and they never let it phase them as far as how everyone looked at them. Everyone found them scary and frightening. They never saw themselves that way. Right. There's a lot of positive messages that resonated from that show in general, but Lily was definitely a powerful, strong, but you mother figure on that show. Go in ahead. that same in that same vein, Brian, um, you you got to look at the Adams family. Mm-hmm. You know, they had you know they were doing the same sure thing, but Mrs. Adams also similar. But you're right, yeah, similar. But she was a little more morbid. You're you know right. I mean, she she played yeah. it a little darker. Um, still, you know, it was a nice relationship. I mean, talking about, you know, with with the Munsters, the the husband and wife's relationship was like pure love. Yes. And you felt with the Adams family, it was just pure, like, lust. You know what I mean? They, they, they really yeah. like the fuck. Yeah, they definitely had more of that. Uh, yeah, it was it was like we're it was more about their romance Car- their Carl's the family yeah right versus the i mean they, she yeah she was good to the kids and all that mrs adams but you're right but lily munster was the loving mom and Correct. looked out for eddie and marion and all that stuff and L- kept lily, everybody in check lily munster you wanted as your mom yeah. um and uh morticia adams you wanted as your wife mm-hmm. if, if that if that makes sense that's a good one. That's a good analogy and a good comparison. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, another mom, not necessarily the best mom, but just mm-hmm. a very interesting and funny mom character. Probably, maybe ever. Uh, definitely one of the top. Peggy Bundy from Married with Children. Uh, just at the time, now did you watch Married with Children? Were you a Married with Children All fan, or did you find that really annoying? Okay, nope, I love Married with Children. Yeah, um, I would. I mean, as a mother, she was shit. <laughs> sure. She, as a wife, I mean, she's she. They wrote she wasn't meant to be a likable character. I, I don't think you know. Right. Um, but she was a great character. She was funnier as anything. Mm-hmm. 
And ultimately, when it came down to it, she did love her family. Sure. Definitely loved her husband. Definitely loved her husband. I mean... Mm -hmm. Found him attractive. Yep. And and as a kid, you're watching this, at least for me, I'm watching this going, these are funny jokes. I I recognize the humor and, and I get the jokes. But as an adult, I look back and go, what the fuck was his problem? She was smoking yeah. hot and wanted to fuck him all yeah. the time. Right. It is. It is strange if you go back and look at it from that perspective. That's, I, even back then, I was. I. I didn't get it either. Right. Because I was like, this lady's attractive. Right. And right. outside of the character, she's a really attractive woman. Katie Seagal. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, with, with the hair and stuff, she was. Oh, you know, yeah. she was Peg Bundy. But like sure. outside the show with regular hair, and I'm. She was. She still is smoking hot. She's on that. She got Absolutely. a new uh, show. She just started the, the Rebel, I think it is, and it's yes. uh, based on uh, Aaron Brockovich. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, she's still yeah. smoking hot. Sure, absolutely. But yeah, yes. Al Bundy either um, had other interests, we'll say, hmm. or I think he was at the age to where uh, things probably weren't working, and he couldn't. And he knew it, so he avoided because back then they didn't have little blue pills. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was the maybe that's what it was. Maybe they'll answer this question someday. Someday, I want to know if the Bundy dick worked. Hmm. I'm gonna say yeah. no. Well, at least a couple times he had a couple kids, but that's true. Yeah, yeah, but that show there. I mean, you think back on that, it was like at that time it was what uh, mid '90s. Range? Uh, no, 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 no. Early 90s? Early 90s, late 80s. It ended, it I think you're it right. It ended probably 95, I would guess, 96. If I already guess, but it started probably in 87, 86, I would guess. Uh, you are correct. Is... Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. 87 to 97. Holy cow. <clears throat> yeah, you think back then in that era, now Fox Network was just a new thing oh, at that time. New. It started in 87. Okay. It started, uh, the show started with the network. Okay. If I'm not and mistaken. It's yeah, definitely one of the first. I agree. Yep. You're right. That and the Simpsons. It, yeah. Simpsons started in 89. Actually. Right. Yeah. Because 87, when they started, it was with the crazy, crazy Almond show. show. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you think about that. At that time, nowadays it may not be quite as risque, I guess. But in that era, right. you're talking the same era as some of these other. You know, you had the you had the Cosby Show going on with right. like wholesome sitcom moms. That's all yep. there were. There were strong women, strong characters, interesting characters. But sure. this family dynamic, as we know, that was just something that was completely new. And Fox took a real gamble on that. And they said, you know what? We're going to be completely unorthodox and new a network television, and we're going to shock people. Either they're going to love this show or hate this show. There's really not a whole lot of in-between, really. People loved it. And people hated it. <laughs> I mean, it... Sure. They're, it's detractors were detractors. I mean, they... I'm yeah. I'm sure some people tuned in. They weren't necessarily fans, but they're like, I just need to see what happens. I need to see right. what Al Bundy and Peggy Bundy is going to do or say. Number and... one number one answer. They want to see what he has what he says next. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. 
So if if that show you think about that, if that show would have flopped, then that whole network may have been sure. in jeopardy, and we may not have seen some of the other great shows like The Simpsons and March Simpson right. uh, go on to become uh, you know part of our culture today. And the Fox Network obviously has gone on to become a as as every big a network as the ABC, NBC, and CBS. They compete. Yep. They have the sports and all that. So a big part of that is due to Ed O'Neill and Katie Seagal, certainly from Married with uh, with Children. Okay, very Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Uh, let's see what else I got on my leg. Another uh, couple of strong mother figures, 80s. Angela Bauer from Who's the Boss? Tony Danza. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, again, this is back to the 80s as well. Uh, I didn't watch the show all the time, but the character... Did. You did? You? Okay, very mm-hmm. good. So now, what, what did you think of uh, Angela uh, Bauer? So the character of the show, what do you think um, about the show? I thought she was the least funny on it, but mm-hmm. I would like to I'd like to see and, and revisit an episode or two to see okay. if I just didn't get, you know, the adult side of the humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, you know, the comedic part was the Mona, the mother, sure. her mother. Oh, and, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony Day. lady from uh, Soap, right? Yeah. She was very, yes. very good on that show. That actress. Yeah. yeah she she mm-hmm. just recently died, actually. Uh, which is okay. very, I mean, I did, you know, one of those where you're like, wow, she's still alive. Yeah. She was just a couple years ago. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, she was, she was okay. She, she was very, like uh, some of the other ones, very work oriented. That's why she hired a random strange man to come and uh, be her housekeeper. <laughs> it's a it's it's a dumb premise. Let's face it. I mean, who's the boss is not a good premise. <laughs> if you would pitch the show now, you would go no bullshit. That, that's, that's dumb. But it worked then. I mean, but the, the, the meaning is good though, in the sense of this is the eighties. Women are more career oriented. Sure. There's no reason why a woman cannot have a high paying job like a man. Claire Huxtable, well, I, Angela Bowen, a couple others. <laughs> that's not what I'm uh, saying was the ridiculous premise. Of it. No, 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 no. I get that. No, no, I get that. It's just, but you're right. Then, like you say, but from there it gets, it does get a little flimsy. And right. who's this guy? He, why they, is she he this guy? He's ad. home alone. He's home alone with yeah. the, with teenage kids all the time. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you go through a normal vetting process and whatever, whatever, sure. whatever. But you know, it's just an interesting to turn the tables, if you will. And the man's at home. He's he's the he's the nanny, if you will. And it was an interesting dynamic, right. I guess. It yeah. made for a fun '80s show, but it, sure. If if you're if you're looking at it from a realistic point of view it was a silly premise but it worked especially then a lot of shows i mean look you had alf all right oh boy yeah you had uh, a small wonder mm-hmm. remember small wonder with the fucking robot girl oh my gosh barely oh my gosh you're taking it back the, there yeah she had the little uh thing in the barely. back the, the, mm-hmm. Which is a creepy fucking premise in itself. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy builds his own teenage robot. <laughs> it's there's a lot of weird creepiness going on in that show. But yeah. uh, nowadays you'd be arrested for that. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or you get your own Pornhub channel. That sure. Probably both. Could be both. Right. All right. Well, that's one I had on my list was uh, we could sort of talk about more. Elise uh, Keaton from Family Ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael J. Fox, uh, early acting career for him, and Justine Bates. Just a great, you know, again, interesting show. Uh, again, strong mom in the house. Now, mom and dad, they were more of the ex-hippie couple, you know, kind of taking that type of approach to parenting and everything like that. The kids Which was were, a great idea. Like, like yes. the premise of it, especially putting the, you know, because kids are going to rebel, so who rebels against hippies? A Ronald Reagan loving teenager. Right. Right. But this again the strong, powerful mom. Also sure. of course easy easy on the eye uh, back then. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, just interesting and uh, fun show. Good mom. I don't know. It just I don't remember a whole bunch about that show other than like you say, just the interesting dynamic of the the hippieish parents right. with the very super strong Michael J. Fox, uh, yeah. and then his sister was sort of just the teenage, you know, stay away from me, get away, the you're an idiot, 80s, that type of stuff. He, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a mother. Go ahead. Hold please. on. So Real quick, come to mind just came you. to mind. Um, sure. One, and it's not even going to be a typical mother uh, dynamic, mm-hmm. but a mother figure, Mrs. Garrett. Yes. Yes, from the facts of life. Facts of life. She had, she always had the greatest advice. She took care mm-hmm. of those girls. She was a strong sure. influence on them. Yeah. So if you're going to uh, TV moms, I'll go Mrs. Garrett. I'll put her on the list. Now, I refresh from I I watched that show. Was she like were the girls like foster kids or was she like a over in no, a like, sorority? It was like a boarding school. It was a boarding, it was a boarding school, I believe. Okay, like a like a female, like a girls' boarding school. That's right, and they had the, was, the uniforms and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, and and you're right. At the time, that was interesting too because mm-hmm. you're right. It you it, it, it showed that you don't have to be someone's parent necessarily to have right. a positive, like you just said, to have a positive influence on. A young girl's uh, life, yeah, that was a nice, fun, wholesome show back then. Absolutely, sure. yeah. Let's see. Um, you want to go with? I uh, uh, just came to my mind um, with the facts. Oh, uh, mine's going blank on me here, Brian. It's uh <laughs> How about the, I'm just I'm just I'm just searching, thinking here a little bit. In here. That's okay. That's that's what we're doing here. Two of my favorite, going back to animation a little bit. So one of my favorite shows of all time was the uh, the Flintstones. Oh, okay, yeah. And I you know, certainly that. back then, two uh, two very loving moms were you know, Betty Rubble and mm-hmm. Wilma Flintstone. Definitely um, milf category. Sure, absolutely. Uh, and the interesting thing about that, too, if you uh, some people may not even remember or even think about this, but you know, Wilma and Fred had Pebbles. Pebbles was their biological daughter, mm-hmm. right? But Bam Bam was actually adopted by Betty and Barney Rubble, and there was a I whole. Did not yes, know that. That's right. So it was a whole thing about that where they were. Yeah, they they, ta- they they talked about that on the on the show a little bit here and. 
that was an interesting dynamic, and they were so happy to get an adoptive son, <clears throat> and it was very nice and sweet. And I myself, as you know, Dean, but uh, yes. some of our listeners may not, that I am also adopted. And that was something that, as a child, uh, resonated with me with, you know, we have two loving parents and Barney and Betty. Betty, sure. super great mom, adopted this boy. And I was kind of like, I remember even thinking as a kid, like, you know what? I'm I'm sort of like Bam Bam in some yeah. respects that I, I, I was lucky enough to be adopted into a, a loving household with uh, mom and dad and uh, yeah, so there you have it. There, and you so. also don't know your own strength. That's that's you know, correct. You're, you're, you're Absolutely. Just strongest, you know, every time you yep. shake my hand, you you throw me back and forth up that's and down right. on just, the ground. Yeah. yeah, just have to. Yeah. Just absolutely well. have to. And, and on occasion, I still carry uh, a club. That, that's true, you do. You know, absolutely. Well, yeah. Nobody knows why. We're afraid to ask, but uh, it, don't, it works don't, for you. Just mm-hmm. don't, fuck, don't fucking ask. Mm-mm. None of my if business. You, if, you, if, if you want to ask, then you may you may learn. You know, so if you want That's to ask true. someday, you can. You I'm can. out. We get, I'm out. we get back together again. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another fun fact about that is in the mm-hmm. fall, you are going to see the um, continuation slash reboot of the Flintstones on Fox. Yes. That's right. Bedrock. Um, continu- Bedrock continuing. Uh, we're starting up with Pebbles as a young adult. I like it. And Fred and Barney trying to adapt to this changing of the Stone Age to whatever age. And... Yeah. No, that's that's cool. I like the premise. I'm looking I read forward about to that. it. Yeah, we posted some of that in our, our Convincing Idiots uh, group that we have out there. That's so right. If you do like our page, you can join our little group there. We put a little extra articles and share some things in there. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting concept. I love it. All right. Any other moms come to mind? Any mom? I mean, there was uh, uh, movies. Okay. How about superhero mm. moms? Anything well, comes to mind? Here's Austin. one. She wasn't a. She was a loving mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she took some shit, but a great character, especially a great comedic character. Mm-hmm. Um, Edith Bunker. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I enjoyed Edith. Edith was, man, but you think about that situation that she was in on that show. She had to contend with, uh, obviously, Archie, right. and then the, 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 her son and the daughter-in-law. Or was it the daughter and the son-in-law? Daughter, daughter and the son-in-law. son-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, a lot going on in that household, but she maintained her positive demeanor uh, little, and little, had little to keep Archie in check. There. Sure. Maybe a little more dingy. Or less dingy than she let on type situation also. Sometimes Ab- I thought. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. You get that sense on that show sometimes as well that, yeah, she was smarter than, you're right, than she was portraying all the time. But she would definitely keep Archie in check. And again, at the end of the day, he definitely loved his wife and yeah. family and all of that. So, yes, I mean, is there absolutely. one of the saddest moments in TV is when she died? Did she die on the show? Yeah, um, I think if I remember, it wasn't the last episode, or maybe it was the first episode of Archie's Place. Oh my goodness, I forgot about Archie's Place. He was on the, he was on the, um, because they had that little girl that they had adopted or whatever. Wow. The the scene on the front porch when he kind of broke down. 
I don't really remember watching Archie's. I remember the show now that you mentioned it, but yeah. Okay. They're re- they're rebooting uh, Night Court as well. Yes, I did. I know that say has we nothing to do with Mothers, that. but I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. We get a reboot was... of uh, Quantum Leap, and I'm all set. Those '80s stuff they're bringing back. See, my my generation. See, it just you guys can't live without it, man. It's one of the greatest generations as far as entertainment and a lot of different Adam, things. It's yeah. Punky Brewster's on Peacock. Oh my god! Like the reboot. She's back. Uh, Soleil Moon Fry is doing Punky Brewster. She's now a mom mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I don't get the, yep. what the premise could be, but it's fucking on there. I don't know. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Any other moms come to mind? Comics, super. Mm. You know who's a good who's a good mom in the comics as well is uh, you know, just thinking about comic books. I'm just thinking of, you know just the different genres and all of that. Uh, Sue Richards from the Fantastic Four. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I get that. Know, they, yeah, some of their kids are. As a matter of fact, one of their kids is one of the most powerful beings in the entire Marvel universe. And uh, certainly a very protective mom, loving mom in the in the comic book series. One of the one of my you still you don't see I don't know if there's any really other superhero family that's in the comics other than the Fantastic Four. So yeah, I don't definitely think interesting. There is. Yeah, definitely interesting premise. And I mean, if you want to consider Wanda and and the the two mm-hmm. kids that she has, you know, I guess that's a family dynamic of some sort. Sure. That was definitely portrayed very well in the WandaVision series with the yeah. and, and the comics a little bit there. Absolutely. So, okay. I, I, I'm try, I kept trying to think about movies and different moms and movies. Mm. And they're definitely out there, but sure. I, you know, I, I TV is what hit really, you. Yeah. Because re- I, I think what it is, is you go see a movie, you, you catch the two hours and then an hour and a half. And then you go home. TV, they're there every week. It's it's a staple in your life, kind of like your own mother. You know, yeah. they're just always there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How about this one? A couple, a couple that come to mind here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mom from uh, Poltergeist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Milfing it too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That whole scene where she was, uh, you know, actually mm-hmm. in the pool with actual. Corpses. That oh. I don't think she, I don't think she realized it at the time, but uh, right, they put actual corpses in that swimming pool, that famous scene, and all that. But definitely a strong mom, protective. You know. I was thinking of her in that uh, cutoff sweatshirt going yeah. on there. Sure, in the bedroom. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, along the same line, how about Sarah Connor from the Terminator? Hmm. Is Very she, is protective. She the, is she the toughest mom of all time? You would think, culture? yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not only protective, but, I mean, she's killed a lot of people mm-hmm. to protect her son. Mm-hmm. She's killed a lot of robots to protect her son. So, right. yeah. She's up there. Is she? Yeah. I can't think of a more badass mom than Sarah Connor. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Hard I to think be. She's hard to be. Definitely, definitely be top couple, anyways. Right. Sure. Yeah. They didn't really screw that up. Did you see the last one, Terminator? Yes. I haven't even watched it yet. It was you so did? good. 
So good. Was it? Yeah. I, didn't, they, didn't they kill like, John Connor? Didn't they say, oh, John Connor died? It was like very casual, and people were just like losing their damn mind. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yes, but, well, here's the thing, is I don't watch any of those movies hoping for a storyline. They bounced mm-hmm. around so much with so many different random movies that I couldn't, A, keep up or care to at a certain point. Mm-hmm. It was robots fighting robots, Arnold Schwarzenegger with a beard. It was neat. The special okay. effects were cool. There was a, a new Terminator type thing that was running around. and hmm. So if you take it for exactly what it is, it works, and it's it was fun. Now, if you're looking for like storyline and, and trying to make sense of everything else, I mean, they explain it. It's not like they just randomly go, oh, he's dead, let's go on with this story. No, they explain mm-hmm. why he was killed and what makes sense and yada, yada, yada. I mean, they, you know, they, they do their best. Whether you enjoy the explanation or not, it's their explanation. So, hmm. but uh, even uh, Linda Hamilton, even even today, oh yeah, I mean, she's uh she's got the uh, what some would call a tight body, Brian. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, sure. uh, a lot of work, a lot of work. Yeah, okay, all right. I mean, if you if you if you enjoy like being uh, being choked out as she's fucking you, I I think she mm-hmm. would be a perfect uh, situation for anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind someone, of my thing. Someone posted a meme. Actually, I saw it today. Actually, now that you bring that up, it's funny. It's like uh, while I'm watching the Terminator, and I had a scene with Arnold Schwarzenegger and his Terminator, and then I had a scene. When my mom walks in and sees me watching Terminator, and I had a clip of Linda Hamilton in the clearly having the you know the sex scene with uh, John oh, Connor, yeah. and right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what are you watching? Anyway, all right. Any other moms come to mind? Robots. Um, yep. See, that's that's the thing. Is it, it's such a? I mean, there's. It's, it's a lot. Eighty it's, years it's, of TV and, sure. and hundreds. Of, you know, it's hard to pinpoint and, and think of. But uh, I, I think I we got a the, good list. Yeah, we did. We did. I do like the Fox. I, I still watch some of the the you know the animation shows on Fox. Yeah. So you know Lois Griffin from sure. Family Guy. You know, get another one that's. Pretty strong mom, but sort of that balance of, you know, I would live my own life a little bit here on top of that. Right. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Seth Rogen or Seth Rogen, Seth McFarlane, excuse me, made uh, American Dad, which is now yeah. over on TBS. Yeah. The, the mom there, again, not a really great mom, just a funny, <laughs> right. funny right. figure, funny good character. character. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, some of those are pretty good. And I and I'm not are you a Bob's burger fan? I am. Um I don't watch it religiously, but when I catch mm-hmm. it, I enjoy it. I I don't think I've ever watched one and, and disliked it. Okay. I enjoy it. I I looked up like, you know, best pop culture moms and all that, and the mm-hmm. mom in that show comes up on a lot of lists. So that show is a very popular show sure. 
And the mom, there's a pretty strong figure and Great a revered, revered mom as far as pop culture as well. Yep. Um, Very protective, okay. loving, mm-hmm. and also able to, to pull off the, um, the comedic goofiness and right. whoever, I don't know who does her voice, but the, she does a fantastic job. That's good. Great. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I think it's a fair, it seems like our, you know, from what we seem to appreciate the, uh, and there's maybe a lot of people do too, I guess, but the nice blend of realness, a sense of, you know, people are real, people mm-hmm. have flaws, okay? right? However, we tend to gravitate, it seems like at least you and I a little bit more. It, it, there's moms that are entertaining, like Peggy Bundy and all that, but I think we, sounds like we tend to gravitate a little more toward the the loving, supportive. Right. Absolutely. Mom. And, you know, I maybe that's what we grew up with and what we like and respect and yep. revere and all that. So, yeah, very good. Okay. Any last thoughts on pop culture moms? Any last thoughts at all, Dean? Um, the, talking about them today, tonight, whatever, whenever mm-hmm. you're listening to this, um, mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes you realize that, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time in the 80s and 90s watching television and watching these families and these family dynamics. And a lot of people probably do uh, just think of these women as just kind of, you know, push off characters or side characters or whatnot. But talking about them, you kind of realize if you break it down, just how influential um, these characters were, mm-hmm. not just to us, but to the to the store, the storyline and, and shows themselves. Um and all of it's, you know, derives from these writers who, just like us, who enjoy these uh, characters, probably had these women in their lives as well. You know, they could, took it from that, you know, took these storylines and these women from from their real lives. Um, but yeah, I guess what I'm saying is, is I, I realize just how influential some of these characters were to, I don't want to influential to our childhood, but, you know, in a subliminal way, right? I mean, they, sure. were all, they were there, you know, and like we said, why TV hits bit more than movies is because they're always there. They, they're week by week by week. Every year they were there. So I think that's what makes uh, the mothers of these like TV shows um, so vital to, to, to their respective roles and, uh, once again, I don't want to go as big as our lives, but, you know, yeah, in our TV entertainment lives. Yeah, I'm with you. I think for us, and I, I'm sure I could speak for Nick as well, it's like we were all fortunate, as we talked earlier in the episode, that, you know, these fictional moms uh, were never a replacement for what we actually grew up with. We were all very fortunate that we grew up with loving, supportive moms. I guess it was maybe sort of an added enhancement, right, for us that, you know, we felt comfortable and, and loved in our home. And then this is mm-hmm. just an added, you know, just I like this show because it makes me feel like how I feel at home in some respects. Like, you know, 
I feel loved and supportive at home. I like Mrs. Cunningham. Seems like that's what I have around here from my mom. I like it. I appreciate it. Where some of these other characters like Peggy Bundy and all that was so crazy and outlandish. We couldn't even imagine right. that someone like that. However, I'm sure there are people out there that maybe did not feel the same way and they were not as fortunate as we were. And as crazy as it might seem to us sometimes, maybe they can relate more to Peggy Bundy and Roseanne sure. and uh, some of these, you know, Claire Dunphy and all that to where maybe that's more of real life to them to where that's more what I grew up with. So it kind of makes you also that much more appreciate what we were fortunate enough to grow up around with our lovely uh, mothers. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, okay. and don't get me wrong. Um, my mother had, you know, there was four kids in, in a neighborhood full of kids running in and out of the house. Um, mm -hmm. She knew her way around four letter words. Um, mm -hmm. So in that aspect, I mean, there was, <laughs> there was a lot of uh, uh, truth to, to some of those, you know, she had that side of her, you know, you realize with four kids, you're like the old adage, oh, no, no, she, my mom wasn't crazy. We made her crazy. Yeah. They, it's they, our they'll fault. be tough. Yeah, sure. And multiple kids would be tough. It's funny. Especially it's like, us. Like, like, my mom was the opposite of that. I don't recall barely hearing my mother raise her voice. Ever. Oh, really? Ever. You know? Just my last year, was, my mom finally lowered her, so. Well, that, that, I get, that makes sense. <laughs> but my mom. I love you, mom. I. My dad was the authority figure around our, our home, and that was like I was afraid and respected my father. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you were the oh, same yeah. way growing Absolutely. up to where hundred percent because no no question about it. So you you know disrespecting your mom was just unheard of, and you just didn't do it. No, nope. uh, but you you know, mom, still, mom still had that side to her. I remember a day I had so we're driving. Okay, I was, my mom was driving, and. Peyton was still a little tot in her little car seat in the back, okay, in mom's minivan, okay. And we were coming up on a vehicle, and somebody had parked, and they were idiots. They, they parked on the side of the road, and they were, the driver was talking to somebody outside his window. So some pedestrian walked up in the right lane and was talking, and so mom had to get around them, mm -hmm. okay, and did not particularly care for that got around these people and kind of forgot that we were in the vehicle, yeah. right? And turned and yelled at these people and gave them a full bird. <laughs> okay. And she was just, and that, it was like, that was Lois at that moment. Mom was named Lois. That was full blown Lois. And then she got around, she, then she it kicked back in. She's like, oh, my goodness, you know. Right. They were just in the way, and then went back into grandma and mom. Right. Mode. I, that's one of my favorite moments of that's all awesome. time with my mom. I would have, I would give a lot if I could have stood outside of the minivan right. and got a photo of my mom <laughs> flipping the, the bird. Finger. Yeah, full bird. I would... It's it's in my brain. I will never lose that memory. That was That's that cool. was uh, yeah, pretty 
pretty uh, pretty good stuff. Absolutely. And one more moment. This is this is years ago now. Sometimes I you know, many breakups and relationships that have failed, and I'm still a single man at 52. Right. I'm very fortunate. I have Allie in my life and all that. Mm-hmm. But I kept thinking, my poor. So my dad never got to see his son get married. Right. I remember one day telling my mom, <laughs> it's like, so I broke up with, or some broke up with me. I don't know. It's many over the years. And I, and I was like, mom, I hope that someday while you're on this earth, you could see your son get married. And then she turned to me with just the most loving expression and put her hand on my shoulder and said, son, I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> another another one of my favorite moments of all time with my mom. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So on that note, I think it's yes. good to close this out. So you gotta know you gotta know when to go out. And that that's, that's the right. story you go out go out on. That's right. That's right. So moms, we love you. Thank you. We love you. Thank you for everything. Uh we appreciate you. You give us thank you for putting up with our we, asses. Absolutely. We we give you give us a lot more than we show and even tell you. Uh we appreciate you. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Okay, so again, uh, let's remind the folks where we can be found here. Uh you can be listening to us on podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Rate and uh, review, your, all of them. Any anywhere you absolutely. listen to us, rate and review, please. It helps please. us out. Absolutely helps people find the show. And you know, if somebody you think may like to hear us, share us. We appreciate that. That's how we grow a little bit there. Any of the uh, you know podcasts you listen to, you can easily select share and click a link and share with your mm-hmm. friends if you wish. And you know, we appreciate that. If, if your mother, you think may find us. Our, Yes, we are we are appreciative of of you, and you may not like everything we have to say, but uh, we we'll, hopefully it will be at least mildly entertaining to you uh, once in a while, like me. Uh, exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask your home assistant device to play the Convincing Idiots podcast, and she will do that for you. All show information is on our Facebook page at Convincing Idiots on Facebook, Instagram at Convincing underscore Idiots, Twitter at Convincing Idiot. No S. TikTok at Convincing Idiots. Email the show at convincingidiots at gmail.com. And again, the new link tree, all links here, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Convincing Idiots. One word. Find our profile. All links there. Check us out. Save us. And uh, we appreciate that. So, um On that note, we'll be back again next week. And have we convinced you that we are actually loving sons and not all terrible human beings that we may betray ourselves to be once in a while? Call your mother. She misses you. That's right. Peace. Yeah, patent pending. So the Christmas plate. Christmas plate.
Yeah, so for me, or definitely, your, go ahead. First, what's your goat Christmas ham? I like mm-hmm. things, like turkey on Thanksgiving. I like ham on Christmas. Right? Yep. Ham, scalloped potatoes, Ooh, like the yeah. cheesy, cheesy potatoes. Crunchy like, layer on top yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. So I like that a lot. Um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty simple. Ham, cheesy potatoes, and I like the sides of, like, you mentioned, like, the Castle, green bean casserole is good. Green bean casserole is, is yeah. where it's at. That's good. Uh, uh, rolls, like hot rolls. Now, do you do the uh, the candy yams, the yams with the marshmallow deal on top there? No, I, not, not so much. I'm not opposed okay. to it, but uh, yeah, sweet potatoes and stuff. Yeah, just wasn't a thing in my, in my okay. house. Yeah, I'll bring some pretty basic. Like I said, the ham, the, the all that's the cheesy potatoes. Give me, actually, give me those two things. Everything else is... A bonus rolls, you know your sides and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. How about you? You mentioned the casserole, green bean casserole. Uh, yeah. My number one is green bean casserole. Uh, mm. All day, every day. Um. Yeah, we did ham for Christmas. I know for a while there, my dad liked to, to change it up. So, like Christmas Day dinner. Yeah. He would get steaks. Because there was, okay. there was a. My parents had a litter of children, so uh-huh. there was a bunch of us. So, you know, steak, they weren't exactly going to get steaks on a regular basis. So mm-hmm. my dad figured, you know, special day, go get steaks and mm. grill them That's up. Nice. And, yeah, so occasionally we would do steaks. But, yeah, a lot of it was ham for Christmas. Yeah. But it, like I said, the, the candy yams with the marshmallows on top, Um, you know, mashed potatoes and the... Did you did you guys do the ham gravy? No. Where it's that sweet gravy? No. It was more of the uh, traditional, like, uh, probably jarred gravy or okay. whatever mix, stuff like that. Over the, over the counter stuff. My mom Store bought stuff. My mom would do the, well, normally, like, for, for, you know, chicken, turkey, you know, all of that. Mm. She would, you know, she would do those can or the jar or whatever it is. Mm. But for ham, she would make her own out of the juices from the ham, and it was a sweeter gravy. I don't think I've ever had it anywhere except my mother making it, but it was like a sweet, and called it ham gravy. Mm. And it was uh, it was delicious. Yeah. She'd never make me some. Yeah. I haven't talked to her in a couple of years. I'm going to call her tomorrow just to have her make me gravy. Yeah, Dean, where are you living at, Dean? Never mind that. I'm strictly calling <laughs> for some damn ham gravy around here. Well, That's right. And if you do that, maybe you get to see your grandson. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I talked to her today. I mean, mainly yeah. because it, she she uh, star 69 me, so I did it was mm-hmm. she bypassed the call ID, so I accidentally yeah. uh, answered. But I still, I talked took her, to her today. Took her check again. <laughs> <laughs> I need that check this year, son. I gotta, I gotta make that ham gravy. <laughs> buy some, pay the electric bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. So my, so my Christmas is gonna be. 